The following audio is from First Baptist Church of Conyers. More information about First Baptist Conyers is available at firstconyers.com. If you have your Bibles, if you would please stand with me as we read Hebrews chapter 4. And I just want to read this in your hearing. Oakley had already said it, but I just want to read it and let it reverberate in our spirits in our house this morning. Hear the word of the Lord. For the word of God is living and active. Now, active word means effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Father, speak to our hearts this morning, God. We love you and we thank you. And it is in Jesus' name that we do pray. And all of God's children said, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This morning, there, there are four things that I want to focus in on. I'm going to be very swift, but very intentional about these four things, and hopefully that we can walk away strengthened and encouraged. One of the things I recognize is that in this text, it says, for the word of God is living. One of the things that I encouraged and, and, and challenged the, the students this, this, this weekend was that what does the gospel mean to you? And, and how is the gospel living and active in our lives? We understand that the word of God is living and active. It's not just something that we read on paper or that we just listen to and then walk away from. We understand that the Word of God is active and it's active in us and through us. It's one thing for us to read. It's one thing for us to hear a message. It's one thing for us to sing a song. And then we walk away feeling encouraged, having the warm fuzzies, having the experience, but we leave it on the floor instead of taking it and living it and walking with it and letting it change us because it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that transforms our lives. It's not anything that we can do individually, but it's what the Spirit of God does in and through us that we're able to be effective to do what God has called us to do. Number one, I want to point out is that God, the Word of God, is living. Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, For all Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. All Scripture, not just Scripture that we pick and choose, cherry pick and feel, that's effective to us. It is the Word of God. The scripture, all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching. His message, being living, is dynamic, it's productive. God's word causes things to happen. When we live out God's word in our lives, it's not something that we just hope and wish for but it's our hope in and knowing that God will do what he said he will do through his word. If we believe God's word and what it means, it becomes active in us. It's not something that we waver on. We understand that this world is going through a whole lot of chaos. But one of the things that it takes us by surprise when we hear the news, but I'm so grateful that the Word of God has already given us instructions of how to deal 
with chaos and catastrophe that happens every day in our lives. Why? It's because the Word of God is living. It was living then, and it is living now. The Word of God is so living that when God spoke in Genesis, it reverberated through the world, through the nation, through eternity. And things became in existence. When God spoke, things moved. When we allow God's Word to penetrate our lives, we can't do nothing but do what the Word of God says for us to do. It drives home warnings to the disobedience and the promise to the believer. Not only is the Word of God living, but it also says the second part of it is that God's Word is active. God is this, God's Word is not something you passively hear and ignore. We don't just passively hear God's word and like, oh, that word or that message is for someone else. No, that word is for you. Regardless of how seasoned you are or how young you may be, God's word is on time and in season and it is active. One of the things I recognize is that in life, we reach a point that when we get to a certain age or to a certain place in our, in, our, in our employment status, that we retire. All of us want to reach that age of retirement or that year of retirement, whether it's early, 20 years, military, whatever it is. We want to reach to a point that we retire that we can sit back and coast. But when God's word is active in your life, there's no sitting back and coasting. There's no retirement. There's activity that still happens in your life because God wants to use you. Why? Because as you breathe, so his word lives inside of you. And so when you speak, it's not something that you speak just on Sunday. It's not something that you, sp that you speak in small groups, but it's something that is, it is active every single time we open up our mouths that people should recognize and hear the word of God speaking resoundingly in our, in our lives. The Word of God is living. Secondly, the Word of God is powerful. God's Word penetrates the soul and spirit. This means God's Word and message is capable of penetrating the impenetrable. Many people believe that somebody in their circle is hard to reach. You can talk to them to, their, to your blue in the face, they'll say, and they're not gonna listen to you. Well, let me just suggest to you that if you continue to do it in your will and in your power, you're gonna to continue to talk to your blue in the face. But if you do it in the power of the Holy Spirit, and allow the Holy Spirit's words to convict them, to penetrate them, instead of allowing your words to try to convict them, to try to convince them, then what happens is the Holy Spirit uses you because he's active in your life, and because of your words, and because of your obedience, God begins to work on their heart. Why? Because God's word is powerful. 
Here's what the Message Bible says that, that I read that was so interesting as, it re, as a result, as it pertains to the powerful Word of God. It says, His powerful Word is sharper and is as sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open, check this out, to listen and obey. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it no matter what. We have to continue to open up our mouths and allow the power of God to speak through us. We can't do it in our own authority, in our own power. Jesus says all authority has been given to him. And he's given us power to be able to speak. He's given us, he said, go therefore in all the earth, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always. He's given us the authority through his power, through his authority, through his presence, through his spirit to speak, not in our own. Jesus says, I only speak what I hear the Father say. I'm not speaking just because I have a checkoff list to do that I need to share the gospel. And since nobody's going to listen to me, then I'm going to go ahead and walk away. No, you got to have the attitude that God wants to use you. And he's powerful. As we open up our mouths, God wants to shake the earth. One of the things I encourage the young people, and I said it to them then, and I'm saying it to them now, and I'm saying it to you, is that this generation has the authority, have the ability, have, have, the, have the, the sense, have the, the, the wherewithal to turn this world upside down. Let me just say this. I love you, right? I love you but don't be like us. Don't expect somebody to do something for you. Expect God to use you. When you open up your heart and open up your lives to allow God to use you in the way that God wants to use you in your surroundings, in your communities, in your circle, God will change Hearts and minds because your heart is pure towards him. You're not churched. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. You're not churched. You're hungry for the authentic word of God. And when we become hungry enough for God's power to work through us, then nations will change, leaders will change, everything will change. Why? Because we have surrendered to the will of God. Here's what it says. It says this here. He says, no matter what, nothing matters. If we, that, that laying, that, 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 that cutting us through every weather, doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and to obey. And we obey and we listen to God's word and God's words only.
Jesus' words gives us freedom to those who allow his words to be active in our lives. Jesus' words give hope, gives peace, gives purpose, gives comfort, gives assurance, gives direction, gives wisdom, and ultimately, it gives salvation. God's word gives salvation. Thirdly, the word of God is discerning. In the text, it says he is also active and living in our lives through, here's what it says, it is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. What we regard as secret and hidden, God brought out of us through his word that is discerning. There's nothing that we think that fools God. There's nothing that we can say to others that God knows our hearts. There's nothing that we can hide from God. What's in our heart and what's in our minds, he knows. It's one thing for us to give our pastor, J-Mo, lip service and say, yeah, pastor, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but God knows your heart. God wants us to understand that he's discerning. Not only is he discerning, but through our relationship with him, he causes us to be discerning as well. Not for us to be nosy, but for us to be encouraging, to speak life to those who are without hope, to share the good news of Jesus Christ because the gospel has changed our lives. We're discerning because we recognize that people are walking in darkness and they need to walk in the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. But the word can't be stagnant it can't be stale. It's, it can't be in the, 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 the attitude of, I've heard that before. I've done it. I've seen it that way before. It doesn't work. No, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can even ask or imagine according to the power that works inside of us. That's the beautiful thing about understanding the Word of God and it being living and active in our lives. Lastly and finally, God's Word, it draws. So we understand that the Word of God is living. We understand that the Word of God is powerful. We understand that the word of God is discerning, but we also know that the word of God draws. When we hear the living and active word of God, it causes us to respond. Here's a surprise. 
we can respond favorably or we can not respond at all. But in either way, it causes a response. When we hear the word of God, we hear him speaking to our hearts. God draws his people into himself through the teaching of the gospel. Jesus says in John 6 and 14, he says, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. We're drawn by the word of God. Understanding that all people, when they hear the gospel, at any moment have the ability to respond to the call of God. How do I know this to be true? Here's the proof. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 2 and 3, it says, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Listen, who desires all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. When we look at people and the word of God is active in us, we should take on the mindset. We should put on our glasses and look through the lens of God and to see people not as people, but to see them as children of God. We don't just see the color or the region we see them as children of God. And let me tell you this for you, and this is just for you. Don't go tell nobody. God just doesn't want to use pastor to preach the word and to share the word. It's not just active in his life. The word of God is active and living in your life. And the same way that he can lead someone to Jesus Christ is the same way that God wants to use you to lead a lost world or a lost person or a lost generation to Christ. And we do that by allowing the word of God to reverberate out of our lives so loudly that people will recognize that there's something different about you. What is it? And when the question is asked, the Bible says for us to be ready to give an answer for our faith and who we believe. Today, the encouraging word is that the word of God 
was active and alive then and is active and alive now. And he lives inside of you for the purpose, for the glory of God to use you. Young folks, I encourage you, as I shared this Saturday and Friday, do not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of salvation. It is the the power to salvation to anyone who believes. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. And God wants to use you. to change the world. Father, thank you for this opportunity to be encouraged, to be challenged, to be reminded that your word is not just something that we read, but it's something that we live. Because the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of the soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It is able to judge thoughts and intentions of the heart. God, we thank you that we have the privilege to share and to be witnesses. God, we thank you for these young people here today. God, use them in their schools, in their communities, in their families, in their church, wherever you have them to go. God, empower them to walk in the authority of a savior, Jesus the Christ. It is in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to audio from First Baptist Church of Conyers, located in Conyers, Georgia. For more information about First Baptist Conyers, please visit us online at firstconyers.com.